0: You're listening to the Affirmation Attic Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here and now it's time to get started. If you're looking for a space to navigate life's light and dark moments, I invite you to download my app Affirmit. It's an app I crafted to help you create your spiritual practice because I know how hard it can be to manage your energy throughout all the different things life throws at us. So, we celebrate the light and the dark. We're not asking you to be positive all the time. We're super, super raw, super real, and welcoming to all the feelings. And so, Inside of the app I've created a ton of intentional features to help you with your spirituality. We have daily affirmations to help you stay consistent on your journey. We have guides, practices and journaling to help you with the self-improvement and we have guided meditations and visualizations to help you deepen your practice and connect to yourself. One of my favorite things that I've created for the app is actually guided affirmations. So it's something you listen to, it helps you effortlessly reprogram your limiting beliefs. So I invite you to download the app today. It's only $4.49 a month and even less if you do our annual plan. Head to the show notes to download it on your phone today. And welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and I am so excited to talk to you about all things relationships today. I want to give you kind of a brief overview about navigating relationships, manifesting in relationships, and just all of that, because I think for a long time I shied away from this topic because I feel like so many people just wanted to ask me, How do I manifest a specific person? or I want to manifest a text from my ex. And I get it. I've been in those positions. And I know that that's super important and feels super important to you right now. But I want to go a little bit deeper and talk about all sorts of relationships. Um, I feel like I don't talk about it enough. But navigating my relationships of all sorts has been such a big part of my journey because our relationships are a large part of our life. Like they impact us, they affect our belief systems, they really do have a really big role to play. And so I just want to ramble, so to speak, a little bit on relationships. And I'll break it down into three different categories. So I'll break it down into romantic relationships. So boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, whatever. And then I'll break it down into family. So like family, extended family, those kind of familial drama that some people have. And then more friendships or casual friendships, um, whether that's a work friend or not. So those are the three types of relationships I want to focus on today, because I really understand that it can be a lot. Navigating relationships and manifesting in relationships is... It is a big part of our journey. And I am now really realizing that versus before I thought it wasn't that important. Um, it is because our relationships, I think, have a profound impact on how we feel. And so just right off the bat, a few fundamentals that I really believe have helped me in in terms of manifesting healthy relationships of all sorts, healthy, wholesome relationships um, has really been Looking at my relationships instead of what I want to receive from that person, whether it's love, whether it's good memories, whether it's fun, whether it's affection. I try and look at relationships instead of like, what am I getting out of this? Because I used to always talk about all of my relationships like that. Like, what is my value add? Um, and now I realize that is a very ego side of it where it's like, I need a benefit. But instead, I now have been looking at relationships as mirrors. So my relationship with Tom is a mirror of one lens. My relationship with my mom, my dad, and my brother is another mirror. It is a reflection um, that is allowing me to see a version of myself or a shadow of myself or a bright side of myself um, and allows me more information on how I can deepen my relationship not only with them but also myself and the universe. So seeing my relationships as mirrors, as reflections, helps me take away a lot of that drama, right? A lot of that, you hurt me, you talked behind my back, you didn't approve of me doing this, all of that, right? All of that sticky stuff in relationships that happens, that starts to go away when you're like, you know what, it's okay. What is this person showing me? And sorry, I am kind of stiffly still. I'm still a little sick. And so I'm sorry if I sound a little nasally or you hear me sniffling in, I'm going to try and edit out as much as I can, but in case I can't and in case it's gross to listen to, I'm so sorry, but I want to show up for you. And it's been a few weeks since I can't like fully talk normally. So my apologies, but thank you for bearing with me. Okay. So when it comes, that's the first fundamental. The second fundamental for me is reminding myself that all of us, all humans, right? Any connection you have with a human can be called a relationship. So every single human on this earth, we are all energetically connected. We are all one. We are all from the same energy. We're all from the same source. That is another really, really big part that helps me navigate my relationships because when you can go with the foundation that we're all one, um, hurting you or wishing poorly for you in a way is wishing poorly upon myself, right? So that I used to, I'm a Scorpio. So I'm a very protective, I'm a Scorpio sun, to be clear. So I have very protective energy, I have a side of me where if somebody hurts me, um, all I can see is their shadows. Uh, That is the biggest thing I try to work through as a Scorpio and with my personality type because I'm so intuitively aware, I just can't fathom why somebody would do something malicious, why somebody wouldn't be straightforward with me. Any of those things, I tend to only see that shadow of them. And it's very hard for me to reframe it. And in seeing those shadows, I'm like, I just wish you could understand the pain you might be causing and the inauthenticity, right? That's what really bothers me with my relationships is when people aren't being authentic to themselves. And What really that means about me is I feel like I'm being inauthentic to myself and I'm just taking that frustration out on other people, when in reality, I'm the frustrated one with myself, which is actually fully true. And I just had that epiphany as I was talking to you. So see, this is me taking my own advice because I think there's always something to learn from your relationships. And so what I was trying to say with that is when you have difficult relationships and sometimes you're like, oh, I just wish this wouldn't happen, or I wish this would go away, or I wish, maybe you wish something bad happened to someone. I won't judge. I've had those thoughts once in a while for people who do really, really bad things. I get it. But then it's like, you know what? We are all one. And me wishing something bad upon you or something non-progressive towards you, not even bad, like, I want you to get hurt. More like, I don't want you to get my job that I want. Those types of things ultimately I'm wishing that upon myself and that is such a powerful realization and awareness to have as you navigate your life, um, because it starts to make your relationships much, much easier. So those I would say are my two big fundamentals in navigating all sorts of relationships. And I want to just share some tips. I have no really agenda of what the tips are, but mainly just how I approach my relationships and what has helped me create healthy relationships in all types of categories, because I feel like I've dealt with ups and downs in every single type of relationship. And so if you're just craving more ease in any of your relationships, this is for you. Um, And that's what this podcast is about. So let's start with romantic. feel like that's the one everybody gets excited about. So this can apply to you whether you're dating, whether you are looking for a relationship, or whether you are already in a relationship or in a marriage, whatever it is for you. This applies to anything, but it is that romantic relationship. And the biggest thing that helped me in my romantic relationship was taking off the pressure from the other person. So in my case, it's Tom. Taking off the pressure of... How he needs to show up because I had all of these things, right? And even on like Instagram and TikTok, you'll see if he doesn't treat me this way, I don't want that, or he's not good enough. And there's a lot of that kind of pressure around how someone should be acting and feeling. And that's what qualifies somebody as a worthy partner. And that's the, I see a lot of posts about like this is the bare minimum. But another thing I really want to bring to light is when we have all of these expectations on someone else to treat us a certain way, ask yourself why. Why do they have to treat us a certain way? What is that bringing us? And are we doing the same? Like when I look at it, I do go out of my way for Tom in a very different way than he goes out of his way for me. And I think that's the beauty of it because I, in the beginning of our relationship, was like, he should randomly buy me flowers, right? Right. And that to me was like, that's an expectation. Now it doesn't even cross my mind. And it's not because like we lost our spark. It was more because I, my expectations were curated off of movies and off of other people's definitions. And honestly speaking, that wasn't my definition. Like, I would rather go pick my own flowers to make sure I like how it smells, if I'm being really honest, you know? And so I'm not saying like, your romantic relationship shouldn't have like beautiful thoughtfulness and thoughtful gestures. But all I'm recommending is make sure that your expectations are actually your own. Not what you see on social media, not what you see in movies, just what feels truly, truly important to you. And that takes time. That takes discovery. Um, And it can change because to be honest, mine changed in my relationship. So if you're in a relationship or if you're dating, I invite you to be a little less rigid with your expectations and be a little bit more fluid. Allow yourself to be surprised. Like, as I always share, Tom was the opposite of what I expected him to be. I was expecting an Indian guy who is like working in corporate and all of these kind of line items that Tom was the absolute opposite of. And I could not be more content with our relationship. Like, I feel like we literally have the best relationship ever because we both constantly work towards it. I call him out. He calls me out. I go out of my way for him. He goes out of my way for me. And that is truly what a relationship is. It is an equal partnership, but not always equal at the same time. And I think that's where a lot of us get tripped up, where sometimes we feel like The person always has to show up for us as much as I'm showing up for them in every moment. But if you think about it, we're all human, right? And we all are going through our ups and downs. So sometimes you might be having a low day, but they might be having a high day and can support you. And vice versa, sometimes they might be having a low day and you might be having a high day and you get to support them. And sometimes you're both really low and sometimes you're both really high. Like your relationship is not always going to be the same. And so the pressure and the expectations you're putting on it, when you ask yourself, why are you frustrated with your relationship or why is it not feeling like it's enough? Ask yourself, what are the expectations that I am using to judge my relationship? And are they even worthy of judging it? You know what I mean? And so that is what I really think helped my relationship with Tom is being really honest with what my expectations were and whose expectations they were. Because for a long time, these expectations were not my own. These expectations were what I saw, what I thought was supposed to happen. And it wasn't authentic to me. And until I started shedding back those layers... I was able to be like, you know what? I'm putting all this pressure on this poor guy who is just trying to show up in the best way he can. And that is what ultimately started to take our relationship to the next level. The second thing that took our relationship to the next level is honesty. For us being so honest, I have a lot of friends in relationships and marriages and I, maybe I'm biased, but from what they've told me, all of them have normalized keeping secrets or lying, even for the smallest things, not for anything bad, for the smallest things. And I just don't understand why that's necessary. You don't have to tell them everything. But if you're actively hiding things, if you're actively just not sharing things, I want you to ask yourself why that is. And for me, our relationship has thrived in our honesty, even when we know it might hurt the other person or it might scare the other person. But that honesty, that fundamental trust is something that is so precious that it is not worth sacrificing it. Because I think that is a fundamental part of feeling safe. And when you feel safe in a relationship, you can feel like you're fully being yourself. And that is really what has helped me because I used to be scared to tell Tom like, hey, I'm feeling insecure that you're going out with your friends because I was like, oh my god, he's gonna hate me. But we actually talked about it. And he was like, why do you feel insecure? What are you scared of? And I was like, I'm scared you're gonna cheat on me. And he was like, why would you think that? And I was like, well, because I think I'm not good enough. And then we realized the root cause is me not feeling good enough. So then you have something to work through versus playing all these mind games, getting mad at them, and spam texting them in a chaotic way, all of that, right? But you can be honest and talk through these things. So much beauty happens. Okay, moving on to family. Okay, family is a big one for me. I grew up with a pretty big family, extended family. So I got to witness lots of different dynamics, right? And I have in-laws. That's another part of my family. And that's a different dynamic because I firmly believe that what is the difference between family and friends? What is the difference between my family and the person who is helping me check out at Safeway at the grocery store? I think the difference is the label we put on it. So with family, similar to everything, the labels we put on it, the expectations we put, um, I think they really start to mess with us because I expect certain things from my family that I don't expect from other people because, oh, they're not family. So I'm not saying everyone should just be a friend. Like I'm generalizing here a bit, but I'm asking you to analyze the frustrations or the struggles you have with family members that's what I'm asking you to analyze through this lens and so for me with my family a lot of my kind of struggles and issues were one with my dad I didn't want to disappoint him I was scared he was going to hate Tom Um, and they they he never hated Tom but he was concerned if Tom would be able to keep me happy right Natural fears. I get it. Um, So that was one. That was very scary for me. And then another thing that I dealt with was with my mom. I love her so much. We are so similar. But the hardest thing for me that I realized is me and my mom are so similar that watching her go through life, I would identify that as something I'm doing and if I disagreed with something she was doing or a way she was handling something I would get so frustrated to my core I would literally my blood would boil because I was like I just don't understand that doesn't make sense and it was because I was identifying myself as her I was identifying myself as we are one in the same or we are so similar so if that if you're doing that that means there's a possibility that I can and I didn't like that And then with my brother and my siblings, it was so much of like making sure that we feel close and like we can be honest with each other. Me and my brother are literally best friends. Tom and my brother are now best friends. And that was an effort. That was a choice. Me and my brother grew up fighting just like everybody else, but we made the mutual effort to be like, okay... What are our differences? And we're actually so freaking blessed. So why can't we just be friends? And why can't we just be honest with each other and have each other's back? So now me, and my brother, are literally our go-tos. And I love that for us because it's like having a built-in best friend. It's the best thing ever. And so my advice to you with family is I would say all of my struggles with family when I did have struggles was I didn't want to disappoint my parents. I was scared of what they would think. And I was scared to be myself. And even if I knew they were going to be disappointed or they even told me they were disappointed, like they disagreed with me, I stopped letting their opinion of me um, mean something about myself. Because ultimately, I'm so grateful for them. They've raised me. But also... There might be ways I handle life situation that is different than what they agree with, and it's okay to not agree all the time. It's okay to not be on the same page all the time. I think with parents and family, we feel like we have to all be in cohesion at the same time, but it's okay to embrace each other's differences and be very honest about them that's what helped me. A big example is before me and Tom were dating, before we got married, I actually moved in with him. And Indian culture, probably most cultures, that is not normal. I moved to a whole new city. I moved in with him and I didn't necessarily ask my parents. I basically told them. I was like, mom and dad, I love you. I know you don't really approve of this, but at this point, I'm not asking you. I'm letting you know, and I hope I can have your blessing, but I am choosing to move in with him, and my God, I will never forget their faces. That was the hardest conversation I've ever had with them uh, because I knew I wanted to marry this guy, but I was in love, and I still am, but I, I wasn't thinking about, like, financial security or whatever, all those quote unquote important things that parents think about. I was thinking about that. I was like, I'm in love with this guy. He is a good guy. I want to spend more time with him. That's what I was thinking about. And that was what was important to me. And their faces were like, oh, I will never forget it. That was hard. But what that allowed me to do was that allowed me to make my own decision It allowed me to empower myself and it allowed us to gain a deeper respect for each other that, hey, we are individuals. We are also just bonded together by blood, by family, by relation. Um, But we do have different ways of living life and that's okay. And that was a very beautiful... Difficult journey because I felt immense guilt. Oh my God. I would cry every single night because I felt so guilty. And that was more work for me to do because I was scared of disappointing them. But ultimately, I was like, you know what? I know I'm listening to my heart right now. And I know my heart is right that this is the guy for me. And I love him. And I need to do this experience because he was deployed. He was in the military. So we didn't see each other all the time. So I would get to see him for like an hour a day. And then we wouldn't see each other for six to eight months at a time. And so I knew that's what I needed to do. And ultimately, eventually it worked out, but there will be times where there is disagreement and there are different ways of navigating a situation, but it doesn't mean that you don't have a good relationship. So my recommendation for you, whether it's your parents, whether it's your in-laws, I feel like I can do a whole podcast on in-laws. I love my in-laws, but it also took a lot of mutual understandings, mutual hard conversations, just like I did with my parents, being brutally honest with them, being like, mom, I disagree with this, or I don't think that's something I can do for you. Like, hard conversations. And now we have a super healthy relationship. And I love it with both our parents, right? So it's possible. If you guys have more questions on this, we can talk more. But I just wanted to give you little glimpses. And lastly, friendships. Oh my god, is this a big one. I have had my fair share of friendships that made me realize my worth and my value. And what it means to be in a friendship. I don't, I can say honestly that there are no friendships in my life that feel like they are an equal give and take. That comes back to that first fundamental I said. And this isn't a bad thing. This doesn't mean it's a bad thing. What this means is friendships. I think family, it's a given. We put more priority towards it. When it comes to friendships, especially as you're an adult after college, the convenience factor is gone. You're not living next to each other. You're not seeing each other in school all the time. So that convenience factor is gone and friendships require more effort. It requires mutual effort. It's easy to not text back for three to four days. I don't. I take days to respond. And what friendships mean for me is a mutual decision to hang out with people. That is what it means to me. I don't believe receiving anything from my friends. I don't believe in that that is my obligation to give them anything. For me, being a friend is enjoying each other's company in whatever way that is. Maybe you enjoy talking about certain things. Maybe you enjoy experiences together. That's what friendship is. And I think we start to put so much pressure on friend drama. And she's not showing up for me in the same way I'm showing up for him. That is all I hear from people in my life. And I really believe that that is the that is just once again, our ego playing in that I gave you this. So now you are required to give me that. But what if, and actually not even what if this is my belief that the universe, whatever you give, you will receive, you just might not receive it from the same person. And that's okay. So from a person in your life, maybe you felt really called to give them really good advice, or you gave them a new business idea, whatever it is. And they never gave that back to you. Somebody else, will. whatever the energy you put out will always come back in return. So in friendships, the expectation we put on a person to person being very mutual, I think is so heavy because I can blatantly say there are zero friendships in my life that feel like an equal give and take. I love my friends, but I feel like they give me more in certain areas of my life and I give them more in certain areas of their lives. And I don't expect it to be that equal opportunity where it has to be completely equal and black and white. It can be fluid. It can just be enjoying time together. It can be that we don't text for three months at a time. It can be so fluid. So my recommendation on your friendships is ask yourself why a friend is so different than a family member. And why can't you accept a friend for being a little bit different than you would act? Like, that's okay. Your friends don't have to be the same as you. In fact, no one does, you know? And so, sorry, I'm getting so sniffly as I'm talking. It's getting harder and harder. So I'm probably gonna have to cut this a little short. But all I want to say with, to you is our relationships are seriously mirrors. They're opportunities to learn. They are energetic exchanges. So if you're struggling in any relationship, whether it's romantic, familial, or a friendship, or a work friendship, um, I recommend to look and observe at the shadow side of it, how can I, what am I maybe hiding beneath the surface that's coming out and and I see it in that person. Another thing I love living by is you can only notice and observe something that's within you. Um, That's just the way universal energy works. That's the way our minds work. You can only observe in someone else what is within you, good or bad. And take that and just process it. If you have a lot of judgments towards someone, if you have a lot of bad things to say, ask yourself, do I have those within me? Am I avoiding that? Do I despise that? Have I been treated that way and I'm avoiding it? What is it? Because everything is connected in relationships. And so I'm sorry. I'm a little stiffly. I'm sorry. It's hard for me to talk right now. Um, But I hope you still found value in this episode. And if you need me to go deeper in, let me know. But thank you so much for being here. I love you. And I will talk to you soon. always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz, and it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.